Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. This meeting of the movie council is now in session. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Movie Council Podcast. I'm your host, AJ Sherry. And with me, as always, is the Movie Council's daddy, Dan Sherry. Hey, the smooth talking Southern gentleman, Marky Bondurant. Hello. And rejoining us this oh. week after a long hiatus is Kid Dynamite himself, my yes. brother. Tim Sherry. And each week, hold on, hold on, you haven't been here for a while. Each week, we give you the latest news and movie reviews and other movie goodness your ears can handle. And tonight, we're reviewing the 2022 film The Lost City, starring Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum. And we're also going to talk about a few other treasure hunting movies um, that we all kind of love. But before we get to all that, now let's See how everyone's doing. And I want to start with our our returning, our our, our fallen hero, <laughs> our returning member. Tim, how you doing, man? Hey, Welcome hey, back. Hey, thank you. Thank you. I'm hanging in there. I did I did notice you forgot to mention that I was the CEO of this of this movie council. Ooh, you were is, uh, the CEO. That's why I, 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 I I've dispensed I've dispensed with titles now. So uh, that's why I almost cut you off. But uh no, I I'm I'm doing well. I'm hanging in there. Um, just you know, fucking trudging along, baby. Is that the word? Trudging? Trudging? Yeah, I think yeah, it is. That's a word, right? Applicable. I think it is. Trudging along, doing my thing, and uh, I'm happy to be back tonight. Can have a good yeah, time. Yeah, tr- truth be told, I didn't see this coming. So, mm. you know, this is kept under wraps. Yeah. But glad to have you back for tonight's mm. discussion. Happy to be here. Yeah. I am very happy to be here. <laughs> what movie? All right, sorry, 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 sorry. The Booker Man's gonna be pissed that I said what movie on that one, but all right. Marky, yeah, no, I'm happy. Marky, how you doing? I'm pretty good. Um, got uh, a little bit fucked by TSA on the way home this week, and uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. start, started to uh, <laughs> write a TSA revenge story. Um, <laughs> I, I want to tell you guys about sometime when we got a few minutes. Actually, tell wrote us now, out, baby. Okay, okay. You you want to go now? Uh, yeah. We don't have time tonight. Uh, okay. Uh, All right. See just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> um, so is he doing it or not? I'm so confused. Oh yeah, no. Yeah. Okay, all right, all right. Uh, I, I wrote I wrote down quite a bit. It's, I couldn't stop. Um, okay. You know, I, I fly uh, just about every week, and more and more TSA has been fucking with me. I feel like they recognize me at the Charlotte Airport. They always set me aside. They go through my bag, um, open everything up, give me the pat down, fondle the balls, you know, grab mm-hmm. the butt. And this last time on the way home, they took a almost full tube of toothpaste, which I know, you know, it was over the ounce limit for whatever, but, uh, you know, I, I flew, I flew to Indianapolis with this toothpaste. And then on the way back, he's like, you can't have this. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on, man. Like I made it here with this thing. Just let me have my goddamn toothpaste. So liquid technically. Yeah, what, yeah. Whatever, you know, it's the mm-hmm. ounce of this bullshit. So I was just sitting there stewing about it and, uh, texting Sam and she was like, you gonna go on a TSA revenge here and then i just started thinking about like what i would do started thinking about uh falling down with michael douglas mm-hmm. and i was like no nah, that's that's a little too dark 
Um, so then I started to kind of write it out. So I'm thinking uh, for the protagonist, I wanted somebody cool and darker than me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I was thinking like Keith Stanfield or the Jonathan Majors, you know, that's been popping up in more stuff lately. Yeah. Because I was also thinking of an angle. Every time I'm in the airport, I see uh, they always pull aside the, the the classic city black dudes and they they really rip through their bags. They're like, you know, it's uh, profiling for sure. Mm-hmm. So if I'm writing this movie, there's another layer of ro- racial profiling there. I'd want somebody like David Gordon Green to direct it. Um, or uh, Jody Hill, you know, that did uh, observe and report. So like that dark, dark comedy, but with some action, some good action thrown in there. And for these TSA agents, uh, in the in the same line with observe and report, I'm thinking Dan, uh, I'm sorry, Michael Pena, and uh, Richard Jenkins. There's always this really old white guy in the in the TSA crew that should be retired. So that's Richard Jenkins. Mm. And then in uh, tonight's like, movie, like, like Cabin in the Woods, Richard Jenkins. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Surly. Yeah. yeah. Um, with tonight's movie, I, I also think there's always like that real big black lady. So uh, Divine Joy Randolph. Yeah. She was she was in Lost City. Yeah. And then for like, was, there's, yeah. there's always a supervisor that comes over yeah, and like, you know, calms things down. So then that's Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. So it's a story about people with made up authority abusing their power and somebody that was taken advantage of gets their vindication. Yeah. Um, so it's, it, so it, are, it, we, are, are we talking like, so your protagonist, he's, is he just going to be fucking with these people or is he going so, to be murdering these people? Yeah, is he, is he going to be, is he going to be like Richard Reed, the shoe bomber? Or is he gonna be, <laughs> is he gonna I be haven't decided like, how I, I've got scenes in my mind of how it would go because uh, you know, I had my toothpaste, taken and uh, i also had a gift <laughs> i had a gift uh in my bag for twyla right so in, in this movie i'm thinking um i also want to go ahead and throw a trademark on this uh so netflix doesn't steal it and put it on next yeah. month well, it's, you know, it's put the bunny down yeah. it's intellectual property at this point so he's flying back he gets his toothpaste taken out and he's like come on man really you know and they're like whatever and so but then when he gets home he realizes that they also stole uh, a gift that he had for his daughter that was taken out of his bag. So then he goes back, tries to confront them. You know, there's, there's always that classic TSA uh, quick to aggravation, you know, that like, sir, sir, <laughs> yeah. sir, step back, sir. I'm going to call my supervisor, sir. And yeah. Mark Wahlberg comes over. What's the problem over here? Um, <laughs> you take them all hostage. I think that's yeah. a good one. Yeah, and then good. I'm thinking that uh, there's also an element to where the airport uh, police, like there's a couple crooked cops that are in on it too. So it's a it's a TSA group of uh, criminals that are just stealing people's valuables, gifts, you know, abusing their power to take all this shit. And this guy's had like a falling down Michael Douglas moment where he's just like, no more, can't take this shit anymore. So he follows one of them home. Uh, he ends up getting to this apartment, and when he gets in the door. There's a setting at night, CD apartments. He he goes in, kicks the door down, and there's like eight TSA agents around a poker table, unbuttoned blue TSA shirts, smoking <laughs> cigars, and like opened luggage yeah. and like gifts everywhere, yeah. you know, like all the shit, doing drugs, smoking. Yeah, because they uh, make so much money, you know? Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's all the merch they've been stealing. It's so powerful. And then uh, from there, it just breaks out into uh, a fight sequence like the movie Old Boy. You know, where he like goes through the hallway yeah. with a hammer and fights like 20 dudes. Um, it's 
I had I don't know much more else than that. Um, but uh, it's you know I, I've got some other t- I've got you know, all these TSA stories. I didn't tell you guys this the other day when I was in uh, San Antonio, I saw a police dog in training bite a lady. <laughs> so I could just you know sprinkle in all this shit that I've been seeing. Lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah. It was they they announced it. They're like, oh, we got a dog in training, so everyone just like watch her coffee. Yeah. You know, it doesn't knock it over. The first person this dog came to, it bit her. And uh, yeah, awesome. and then Holy all the supervisors, shit. right? That dog's not gonna make it. No, oh. no, he flunked out. Yeah, he's gonna be. Right. He's gonna be on the waiver wire next yeah. week. Someone's gonna pick him up. Can I just I, before we get to DP really quick, Marky? Just that happened to me one time. So I'll make the. I'm not gonna get into his. It, that was really way more detailed than I thought. But um, I got when I was on my honeymoon when I was married that one time. When mm-hmm. I was on my honeymoon, I got popped for the fucking toothpaste coming back from the cruise we were on. And uh, again, coming back, um, and I had a, this. This is the fucked up part. I had it was in a backpack that I was carrying. The backpack was, and this is what freaked me out because they pulled me out of line. I don't know why I was getting pulled out of line. The backpack belonged to my ex girlfriend, who was a huge pothead, and I hadn't gone through the bag before I went. And now I'm sitting there thinking to myself, "All right, who's gonna fuck me worse? The the police for having weed here." At the airport, or when my new wife founds out that I brought my ex girlfriend's backpack, <laughs> I am fucked one way. I'm like, who is gonna just give it to me harder? And then I was actually way more terrified, terrified of my wife, but the uh, it just turned out to be toothpaste. I'm like, dude, are you fucking kidding me? He's like, you want to go check this? I'm like, just throw it away, asshole. Yeah, <laughs> fucking check my toothpaste. It's, he, he said the he same thing. It. Yeah, you want to check this? I'm like, no, off. no, yeah. yeah, I'm gonna go through that process for a tube of toothpaste. Yeah, fuck off. So, I, I yeah, don't know how violent. Just- yeah, unnecessarily wielding power. Just like, busting oh, it. I can make you do something, so I'm going to make you do it. And these, Fuck these, you. the people have, you know, these are like what, fifteen dollar an hour jobs or less, and uh, they have like less training than fucking school teachers or cops. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. But they they wield that power like motherfuckers. Oh, that's all they have. God, yeah. yeah. So yeah, I don't know how violent I want this story to get, but uh, I was really steaming about that asshole taking my toothpaste and thought it you know just started getting imagination started going wild about how deep the rabbit hole would go and like what that person would find on this revenge story i'm thinking john wick level of violence (laughs) like he kicks that door open they're all around the poker table and it's just absolute carnage yeah (laughs) is there one is it gonna be like one chick that works for tsa though that's like the redeeming character that you kind of fall in love with Uh at some point Right. She's like, oh, I just do it for the money because my mom's sick or something like that. Dude. Uh, yeah, she's I supposed guess... to be in the Olympics or something. Like it's gonna yeah. be. Well, she is now at TSA. This, the whole movie could just be sprinkled with uh, classic TSA and airport. This shit uh, went off the rails. Stereotypes. The, the hot, like every time I'm in the airport, there's always some hot girl that has to take off half, half her clothes in yeah. front of everybody, and they start feeling her up. Mm-hmm. uh yeah, every fucking time, man. So. Sorry. Yeah. In any case, that's my TSA movie I'm working on. Mm, love it. I well, love it. Everybody, if you're still with us, it's still the <laughs> intros. <laughs> Sorry, AJ. DP, I want to ask you how you're doing, but just know the uh, Oscar wrap up music's going to come a little quicker for you. Hey, you asked me, man. <laughs> Wrapping up music's coming. Hey, so, yeah. I'll, I'll be, I'll how are you quick. doing, man? I, I'm doing all right. Um, 
Yeah, it was kind of kind of a quiet week. I did. I I was at. I went to see my morning jacket last night. That was nice. Uh, mm-hmm. Also, earlier in the week, I went and saw uh, Clerks Three, which nice. you know, uh, like Kevin Smith has this new like way of distributing his movies, where he basically like it, it's available in theaters for just like a few days in one week, and then the rest of the time he kind of goes on tour with it, where you know, he'll come to a city and they'll mm-hmm. do a show where they show the movie and then afterwards he comes out and does a Q&A and, like, you know, a, a thing with the audience. So, um, but, yeah, it, it was available in select theaters this past week and I saw it. And I got to say, Clerks 3 is, and especially, I think, also, I'm a huge Kevin Smith fan. So, like, having seen Clerks and Clerks 2 and all of his other movies, mm-hmm. This movie is such a, like, such a heartfelt kind of, like, tribute to everything that's happened throughout the Clerks and Jane Silent Bob series. It is, it's super fucking funny, like the other ones. But this one has so much heart and, like, it, like, I literally cried, I think, three times watching this movie. <laughs> it, it is fucking beautiful. There's so much just kind of love for everything that's come before. And it, it's, I really fucking enjoyed it. it. It's hilarious. It's got tons and tons of callbacks to everything else he's done. Um, but a bunch of great cameos, like usual. And, uh, and like I said, a ton of heart. Oh, my God. This movie, absolutely beautiful. I, I don't want to say too much about it because, I, like I said, it's it's not easy to see. So once it's available to stream and people can see it more, maybe we can get more in-depth into it. But if you enjoyed Clerks, even if you were just kind of so-so on Clerks 2, you'll definitely go see Clerks 3. It is excellent. I, I enjoyed every fucking minute of it. So, um yeah, it, it it's definitely one of those ones that is is worth it once it's you know we, when you can rent it for whatever six ninety nine or ten ninety nine, it's it's worth the extra couple bucks to rent it when it's first available. You know, very 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 good movie. I loved it. Nice, good to hear. He's still cranking them out, making yeah. good ones. Yeah, yeah. This one's definitely very heavily influenced by what happened to him a few years back when he had that massive heart attack and you know this i mean it's very much the movie is kind of like a a, you know autobiography of him Hmm. you know and it it delves into surviving a heart attack and then making a movie about basically your life and it's well done and you know very meta but very funny and yeah i i loved it nice nice Glad you enjoyed it, DP. Yeah, thanks, Marky. <laughs> cool to get cool that you got to go see it. So it's I didn't realize that. Uh, I mean, I, I remember some of his other his previous ones were uh, like very limited showing. Yeah. It's, so. you, did you did you say or was I just imagining that he's uh, doing all the like marketing as and um, pays for the theater space as well? Like he doesn't have like a studio. Yeah, that, right? he basically he's his own distributor now. Right, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, he works with the studio to finance the movie, but distribution-wise, he basically does it himself. So, 
pretty so, impressive. Yeah, good times. So. Well, as for me, yeah, it's AJ. How, you doing, AJ? how the heck are you? I'm the proud owner of a 2022 Rav4 now. Oh, hey, after, after my well, I had a horrific car accident, so mm-hmm. uh, you, you, you've been away a long time. Tim, yeah. uh, I, well, I, I haven't heard. I don't shine shoes no more. <laughs> yeah. well, I, I, you know what? I, I don't shine shoes no more. Uh, but I, I do have a cell phone. Uh, hey yo! It fucking texting. Well, hor- hor- Horrific is pro- probably the wrong word. I did not get hurt, but it was pretty significant. Um, so instead of trying to take that, instead of taking that twenty four hundred dollars the insurance company gave me and fix the car, I decided to just buy a new car and trade in. And yeah, I love the new car. Nice. Man, it must be real nice, dude, right? Brand that's 2022 strange. as well. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be a whole Brand new there. world. It's going to fit a whole five, five miles on the fucking thing. You yeah. Know? It's oh, lovely, beautiful. Oh, it? yeah. Love that shit. So, yeah, yeah I'm enjoying um, driving that to work every day. Yeah. So, you got like the big the, the big touch screen where you can plug your iPhone into it. And oh, everything. yeah. Yeah. Well, but, ah. well, he must love that because he had a tape deck before. So. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it was a CD player, it was a six disc changer. Okay. Eight track. It's going to be a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, yeah. But aside from that, yeah, everything, uh, uh, you know, everything's good. You know, nothing spectacular going on. I haven't been to the theater or anything lately, so I haven't seen anything super new. But mm-hmm. we'll get into what we all did see this week. But mm-hmm. before we get into all that or into any news, Dan, where oh. can they? Where can people find us? You know, what? that's a, that's a great question, AJ. <laughs> uh, they they can find us on social media. We are on uh, Twitter and Instagram and Facebook at Movie Council Pod. And they can email us. It is moviecouncilpod at gmail.com. And uh, wherever they're listening, uh, rate, review the podcast. Make sure you subscribe. You know, don't just search us out and download episode at a time. Subscribe to the podcast and then rate and review us. It's uh, super helpful and we super appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, Does anybody have any news they want to get to before we get on to the main I got a little slice. Ooh. Okay. Not nothing yeah. crazy. Just something I uh something across just a little bit ago actually. I saw that uh Constantine has been greenlit for a sequel with Keanu Reeves and the uh same previous director, oh. Francis Lawrence. Okay. So I thought that was pretty cool. It's, the first one came out like uh, 2004 or something. 2016 I, I saw somewhere it said 16 years. But uh yeah, I I, I love that first one and I thought it was a shame that it never uh, had more after that. Keanu is getting up there in years, so it's going to be a different kind of story. I don't know how you guys feel about that first one, but I thought that was pretty exciting news for me. Never, I have never seen it. I don't know if no. you guys have. Never hey, I have. You know, I meant to see it because I remember the reviews are sneaky decent for it. Like they right. weren't. Mm-hmm. They weren't. They weren't. Like when I saw the previews, Take I was like, peek. "This looks terrible." And then I remember thinking, "Oh, the reviews aren't that bad for it." So, and I always love Keanu, so I, I did mean to check it out, and I feel like. I feel like I started watching it one day and I was enjoying it, but I had to, I had to cut it short for some reason and I never got back to it. But um, it is a, one of those, it has like a borderline cult following to it. Right. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, it, it could be, it could be interesting, especially now, especially with that genre. Um, that could, that could be a good time. And it's, the time. original was pretty spooky too. DP, you saw it, right? There's, there's parts I of did, that shit yeah. that like scared yeah. me when, when I first it, saw it. It was, it. It was, it was good. And I remember yeah. like when it, when it first came out, it got a bunch of hate from like the, from the comic book nerds 
Oh, because, right, because it is a graphic novel. Yeah, yeah, it's a comic book, and basically in the comic book, Constantine is British and has blonde hair. And, like, that's it. It's, oh, Keanu does no blonde hair. He can't be Constantine. Mm. <laughs> so she ridiculous comic book yeah. nerdiness. See, I've never right. read the comic. And there's no Daryl in The Walking great. Dead. Yeah, go back yeah. to your grandma's basement and read the yeah. next fucking novel. <laughs> so, so, guys, a, a 46% on Rotten Tomato. So I don't know if yeah. that's... Yeah. Oh wow! No, I thought it was going to be worse than that. Like I remember mm. thinking, like oh, okay. this is going to be yeah. like the single digits. Um, so yeah, I I've, I've been meaning to check it out. Plus, somebody but it does, and it does have a bit of a cult following now. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. great yeah. time. Interesting. So yeah. that's all I got though. I just saw that. I thought I thought it was more interesting that a movie that had passed that long ago and didn't do that well is getting a sequel now. As you know, it's not often something like that happens. It's you know. You get you hear about a sequel sixteen years later if it was a huge hit back then, but yeah, they don't re- reprise something that did mediocre. Anyways, you never know. Keanu's hot right now, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah and with the distance between the two films, you know, I mean, and and the comic the cult, book thing being big yeah. too, right? Bigger yeah. now. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a good point. It's enough time to kind of wash your hands and start over again. You know, that's yeah. so it could be. Yeah. Um. Uh, I do have uh, a quick thing before we get to it. So okay. Rotten, Rotten Tomatoes um, ranked the 30. Well, you know, American football is in full swing now. So they Mayo. ranked uh, 30, the top 30, you know, football movies. And I just wanted to throw in some highlights here. So number 24, TW and I are fans of this one. The replacements mm. with Keanu yeah. Reeves. Super Love underrated. One. That's a good one. Super I, can, I guess, can, I, can I guess number one? Yeah, 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 definitely. Is it any given Sunday? It is not, but any given ah. Sunday is in the top ten. Remember okay. the Titans or some gay shit? Oh. Remember the, the Titans water boy. is not. No, remember the Titans <laughs> is in the top ten though. Uh, do we do we all get to get what, number one for a football movie? It's not North Dallas Forty, is it? Oh no, I know what it is. No, 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 no. It's it's not. Rudy. It's Rudy. Oh, it's Rudy. Of course. Yeah, of course, of course it's Rudy. Some other highlights, obviously, number six is Jerry Maguire, which oh, is one of my right. favorite movies. That's a football movies. movie, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, sure. Forget yep, that. It's yep. pretty Varsity, much a football movie. Yeah. Varsity Blues, number Love nine. Love Varsity Blues. Love it. Yeah, number nine. So that I don't want your life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Blind Side, which won um, tonight's Yuck. main actress, and Yuck. you know the movie we'll review tonight, Sandra Bullock and Oscar, is number mm-hmm. five. Yuck. Friday Night Lights, which I wasn't a huge fan of, but which was highly reviewed, was number three. I love that one. Mm-hmm. And then Remember the Titans is number two, Mark. Yuck. Remember the Titans. Ugh. I've never seen that one. I have no idea. It Me doesn't either. suck. I'm just, I just throw some shade at it. I yeah. hate it. I, it <laughs> I, just, I just throw some shade at it because of like how well people are like, oh, I love, that's my favorite movie. It's, it's so see, corny. It's yeah. so you see like white ladies like live, laugh, love, like my favorite movie, Remember the Titans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the wa- water boys number ones, water boys number fourteen. Just so you guys know, yeah. okay. and, the, be and, higher. and the most and the most recent film on the list is that one that's the uh, true story of Kurt Warner's. Oh yeah, uh, Rise with, with, yeah. Zachary with, with my boy Zachary Levi. Yeah, got reviewed Zachary well. Levi. Got reviewed yeah, so well. so that's seventy five percent of Rotten Tomatoes, number seventeen on this list. So was Kurt, I would check that. Kurt, Kurt Warner. Yeah, I love Zach Levi. Yeah, yeah, interesting. So just thought I'd throw that out there with football in full swing, and yeah. you know, um, you know, Rotten Tomatoes. Like what about? Top, did you say longest yard? Like that. 
Any of the longest uh, versions yeah, on there? Yeah, uh, both versions are, are, are around this list. There aren't there aren't that many football movies. Like uh, they're not, them, they're like, not mining. They're not mining. All, like that's all. What about all? Movies. What about what about all the right moves with my boy Tom Cruise? That was a football movie. Remember? It's not in here. I don't. That's Wildcats with Goldie Hawn. Oh, that's oh, not yeah. it. That's not in here. The what? longest. The longest yard with Adam Sandler is number twenty-three. I can't believe Wildcats. Wild how about Necessary Roughness starring oh, yeah. Scott, Scott Bakula? That, that's not in here. Scott Bakula. Bullshit. Speaking of Scott Bakula, well, I mean, kind of. You see, there's a new Quantum Leap starting. I here? absolutely do know that's oh, coming. Shit. Uh, coming. AJ, the day this episode drops is the day Quantum Leap airs. Is Monday? Monday? Yeah. Sweet. I'm gonna check that out. Nerd AJ, alert. Is is uh <laughs> is North Dallas Forty on it? Yeah, it is. It's, okay, um, that's a good flick. It's number fifteen on the list. It's like from the seventies. Nick Nolte. I'm not sorry. Uh, not uh, uh, Burt Reynolds. No, fuck me. It's Burt Reynolds. Yeah. Sorry, I haven't seen I, it in a I long time. It's, yeah. it's classic. Yeah, Nick Nolte. Uh, Charles Durning, Mac Davis. I don't see the. Other, I don't know. Am I, am the I mixing? Names. Yeah, maybe I'm mixing them I, up. I think. It, yeah. I think the longest yard was. Um, Burt Reynolds is definitely was Burt Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I definitely remember Nick Nolte from North Dallas Forty. Good flick. I see. I mean, I must have watched it twenty years ago, but it was a good flick. Yeah, school ties is on the list. That's a football movie. How's it? Who? How? School, school ties. ties? Really? You know. You know what's not on here? TW is the program either. That's, That's another bullshit. great one. That is bullshit. Yeah, you know so what? You know what? We need to redo that fucking list. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes. Yes. Hey, we got to put together our own football movie list. This is horseshit. Yeah. Yeah, Which yeah. Like, there's a lot of good stuff not on there. Wildcats for crying out loud. Wildcats a classic. Yeah. By the way, speaking yeah. of school ties, did you know Ben, our cousin Ben, is in school ties? Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's one like, of uh, the extras he's in the. You can see him walking same. around in the cafeteria. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Ben's claim to fame. You can see him in the background. <laughs> yeah. Now, yeah now, now you just see him in Trump puny. rallies. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, sorry, guys. Yeah, I, did, I did have one more thing. Uh, okay, all right. <laughs> just one quick. I um, I read a review hello? on on IGN.com, which is a, just an entertainment site. For mm-hmm. um, they're not top critics on Rotten Tomatoes, but I read a review on Blonde mm-hmm. on a Diarmas, which will yes. be coming to Netflix. Um, playing Marilyn Monroe, and the review was just amazing. Like the, really? the reviewer loved it. Like loved it. You know, right. could be some buzz for um, Darius for the Oscar. Oh, yeah. I'm sure um, she's she can get it. Yeah, oh yeah. Speaking of some Oscar buzz, that new Knives Out's coming out. Uh, oh yeah, soon, uh, right? is it called Glass Onion or something? Something, something like that. Yeah, so, something that seems to make a no Knives sense. Out story Just, or yeah. something. Is that Kate already... Hudson looks ridiculous in that. Movie. Is that already Ed, Ed, Nor- Ed Norton's in it. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it got it got it got Oscar nominations. The, the first one did. Right. Oh, uh, okay. So, but uh, yeah, Ed Norton's in it. Ed Norton. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jesus, Kate Hudson, Christ on a crutch. The, I mean, oh. the the scenes I've got a glimpse of. Holy shit, she she's uh she's been working hard. Good for her. Good for you, Marty. <laughs> what movie? Does anybody know? That Come one? on. I'm sorry. Primal fear. Thank <laughs> All right, sorry. all right. Oh, so, that's right. When he he finally lets it in on the for fact. you, Marty. <laughs> the great performance by oh, Edward Norton. Holy yeah, God. that was. I mean, that was that was, that was uh, a breakout <gasps> role there. Yeah. Um, <gasps> I, I I love Edward Norton. Uh, 
And I, I was really high on him during that whole American History X fight club, mm-hmm. that whole mm-hmm. run he mm-hmm. was on there. That was great. Mm-hmm. And now, you, you know, it's nice quick? to see him back. And like, you know, Birdman is a good TV. Here we go, real quick. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I watched Three American History <laughs> I watched American History X like the other day. And while it holds out, like it's still fucking amazing. Mm. I did notice they way overuse slow motion in this one. Like everything, yeah. this constant, like yeah. you know, the like when they break into the store, like the slow mo pouring milk over her mm. face, and you know he oh, runs yeah. into the bathroom in slow mo. Everything is fucking slow mo. I mean, I mean, the curb stop is much. the curb stop is the only thing that isn't. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think necessarily the directing or cinematography is great. I think the acting is, is oh, yeah. impeccable. Yeah, impeccable Spike Jones? Act. That movie? Or Spike Lee, I mean? No, that's... No, no, uh, no. It, isn't it Tony Kay? Yes, but basically Edward Norton kind of took over yeah. at the end and Tony Kay didn't want his name attached to it anymore. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. it got, it yeah. got nasty. Yeah. I remember uh, Ed, Edward Norton had, uh, or maybe he still does, had uh, a rap for being very difficult to work with. Yeah, yeah, it kind of started with that one. Makes but sense. it turned out, that's the weird thing though, Edward Norton was right. Mm-hmm. Like what the way Tony Kay wanted to go with it would not have worked nearly as well as what the way Edward Norton went with it. So he probably wanted to make it a happy ending. <laughs> well, I, yeah, I, that, that would have been the wrong. That would have been the wrong move. Of course. I yeah. read. I read the other day that, uh, like in the book, um, after the little brother gets shot in the bathroom, then Ed, Edward Norton's character, like it shows him like shaving his head or something again and going full deep right back into. Uh, I mean that they they yeah they shadow that. I mean because think you so? know, kinda because you know that's kind of how it um, started you know, for him in the first place with his dad. Right. Um, and yeah. then you know like when they're talking to the cops, I, I think that's. You have to reach a little bit, but I think that is kind of the idea. Mm-hmm. See that? All right. Well, I think that that, that right. does it. Good for night. The yeah. Unless anybody yeah. has right, anything yeah. news oh. related. Well, see you later. All right. You know what? Big goals, whoa, 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 One more thing. <laughs> oh, here we go. And this will be okay. quick. Here we go. Daddy just wants to dust off his soapbox for just one second, because like uh like a week ago or so. Uh, the new trailer for the live action The Little Mermaid dropped. Mm. Mm. And there mm. are so many fucking people butthurt because The Little Mermaid is black. If you're one of those people, go fuck yourself. Is that what they're like, mad about? Yes, because she's I, black. I, I, I A mythical see. creature yeah. that in real life has no fucking skin color just because saw, they don't exist. I saw somebody posted something like on Facebook and it just said, you know, 1.5 million complaints and i'm like yeah because she's, she's black, black. because she's black well, i haven't what the seen what's wrong with people yeah I, I know you're talking about but i haven't i actually haven't seen or heard any complaints all i've seen and heard are people bitching at the people complaining i haven't mm-hmm. uh oh i've, I've seen, seen i've seen I've, quite a few complaints oh my okay. god I was there's some to, comments that are just gross okay yeah i was starting cool. to like for me because i hadn't i didn't see any of it and i was like I started to think is like is this manufactured like you know what i mean like is the response mm-hmm. manufactured or you know whatever because i hadn't didn't actually see any real uh people getting butthurt about it do you have you guys yeah. ever seen the movie the sessions with john hawks he's like is a guy he, it's a true story about a guy he's, he's like in an iron lung and he like has and he gets like helen hunts like a professional 
prostitute for the most part. That would be like complaining that John Hawks isn't really in an iron lung. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's like well, oh, well, the fuck did he know? Like, what? Why yeah. do you care? You, like, you say that, but there, there was a period of time not too long ago when, uh, uh, remember, uh, well, Jared Leto got a bunch of crap for uh, playing a trans person yeah. when he wasn't. Um, there yeah. was, I, I forget who else, there was another movie that uh, somebody was a, like a paraplegic. And yes, Brian Cranston. Brian Cranston. Yes. And he Give got a shit, shit for him. not actually yeah. being a parent. Like, Jesus to be, it's called acting, people. Yeah. Act, Gary. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's just like, acting. <laughs> Here's the thing thing that you guys, and we can just end it on this, all right? Because this is what you have to realize is that, like, I would say, like, 20% of people on the planet are the fucking worst. They really are. Everyone's just awful. Mm -hmm. And and it's always those 20% that are the loudest. And then we just kind of listen and you don't want to deal with them. And it's just Mm -hmm. like, so you just ignore it. It, It's just, and then they just keep yapping. And it's just like, maybe we could just, you know, kill them all. I'm not against I get behind that. that. Yeah. Yeah. Not against that. Just an idea. Every every time I drive in traffic, you know, you see that person driving like a real fuckhole. Yeah. And you're like, Jesus Christ, just go off yeah. the road. Just DP, hit a tree. DP, it's just like we talked about. Like maybe Thanos was onto something. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he wasn't totally wrong. <laughs> maybe, maybe uh, give it a shot. Or you're at you're at the airport and some dickhole takes your tube of toothpaste. Yeah. And then you just kill everybody. Yeah. Like you killed your like the puppy that your wife gave you. You know what I mean? It's just gonna be just like that. Anyway. It, it kind of reminds me of one of my my favorite comments. Is you know like think about how dumb the average person is, and then realize half the people are dumber than that. Yeah, Oof. yeah, no, it, it, that's know? a lot of dumb people. I mean, it's a yeah, really lot of dumb people here. So. so, all right, sorry. Yeah, we're yeah. Yeah. a lot tonight. Yeah. All right, guys, you wanna you guys wanna review a movie? Hell yeah. Yes. Come on. This was a fun movie, too. I enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. So, the movie we're going to review tonight is called The Lost City, starring Sandra Bullock, Channing Tatum, Daniel Radcliffe, Divine Joy Randolph. And there's a little Brad Pitt sprinkled in there, too. Mm-hmm. Nice little um, surprise, Brad Pitt. Yeah. A little Oscar uh, Nunez. Yes, oh, Oscar right. Nunez yeah. as from well, office. yeah, from The Office. Mm-hmm. And it uh, centers around reclusive author Lorena Sage, who writes about exotic places in her popular adventure novels that feature a handsome cover model named Alan. While on tour promoting her new book with Alan, Loretta gets kidnapped by an eccentric billionaire who hopes she can lead him to an ancient city's lost treasure from her latest story. Determined to prove he can be a hero in real life and not just on the pages of her books, Alan sets off to rescue her. And that's the setup for all of this. And uh, God, I'm going to put you on the spot right away, Tim. What did you think of this movie? Well, I was hoping you would kind of gear up a little bit for me because I saw like DP and Marky were like fist pumping over this movie. And I have to say, (laughs) this movie was God fucking awful. It was really bad. bad. No, it was really bad. You don't like anything that has light and laughter. No, that's not true. That's not true. And I was even because I knew you were going to come at me. You specifically. I knew you were going to come at me. Hey, yo. Especially like in the last five years, I have come I have come around on rom coms because you know the Lovebirds we did here, I loved that. Um, that one, Sleeping with Other People with Jason Sudeikis and that. Oh, uh, that's a good one, Elsa Brie. Oh, she's a smoke show. Uh, did you guys see the one with Charlie Day and Jenny Slate? The I Want You Back. Yes, mm-hmm. I did. I like very that a lot. good. I, yep, I, that's I've an been, excellent there's one. There's been a lot of them that I like. 
This one was so bad. It was so bad. I hated almost all. Well, no, I liked Brad Pitt. Um, I liked. Uh, I liked. Uh, I actually thought Daniel Radcliffe was fun. Uh, he he was he was entertaining. He's turned out to be a pretty good actor. That yeah. Guy. Hey, let me actually say one quick thing because we brought up Fight Club very briefly earlier. I didn't even. I knew nothing about this movie, by the way. And I had no idea Brad Pitt was in it, but when he called Jack Trainer on the phone and I heard the voice right. on the phone, it reminded me of when Ed Norton called him from the phone booth and yeah, he starts yeah, saying, yeah. You can hear me, I'm like, I'm like, is that, yeah, I'm like, is that Brad Pitt? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly, I was like, what a throwback. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm sorry. The movie was terrible. And and um, I love Sandra Bullock normally, but she was just meh in this. And then like Channing Tatum, look, no one's ever going to like sit there and say he's a great actor bless him he's done great in hollywood i would give i would sell numerous children to the devil to to have his life but he's he can't act and he can't act in this movie and the only thing worse than the two of them individually was the two of them together the chemistry was garbage it was garbage it was zero it wasn't there and it's partially maybe because sandra bullock is 58 years old and channing tatum is 42 she looks 58 he's 42 and looks 32 all right, it, it just didn't look right. It never made sense. It, it was just, it was weird for me. Um, and like Sandra Bullock was wearing like 10 pounds of makeup to try to make her look younger. And just, I just never got there with the movie and I really wanted to like it. Um, again, I liked some of the people around. Like, yeah, Oscar Nunez said some funny parts. The girl, what was the girl's name? The uh, Marquis that you oh, D- Divine Randolph Joy. I was yeah, laughing yeah, yeah. every time she was on screen. She was or there Joy for Randolph. It. But like, yeah, I don't know what else she's in. The outer characters were good. The main characters sucked. And by the way, the plot, even though it was so boring, it also managed to not make sense. And it was just like, I don't know. I I really wanted to like it because it you know it was it was reviewed well and it did well. And I just at no point I gave it a chance. I really did. But about forty minutes into it, I'm like, this is shit run over twice. And I just never I never got past that point. So I watched the whole thing, but I just never got past that. Daniel Radcliffe was great though. You know what, Dan, Dan, give it, give give us another opinion. (laughs) So, so, so you're right about a bunch of stuff. Like uh, the, the chemistry was terrible and it's like, it's not a great movie, but it was still super fun. Like it, Mm. like it it was just a good time, you know, like Channing Tatum is just silly and yeah. And goofy, the. Uh, Brad Pitt getting his fucking head blown off. That was great. I did not see that one Unexpected. Very unexpected. Did you guys see the the extra scene at the end after the credits? No, I I barely made it that far. He's still alive. Yeah. Oh, Oh, I did. I did. I did see it. I did see it. Yeah. So we only used 10% of our brain. So he just switched to a different 10%. (laughs) That's funny. Okay. Why did they do more like tricky shit like that in the movie? That's funny. Yeah. So, and then like even the lame jokes, though they like <laughs> kept going back to to point out how lame they were. Like the whole like, you know, uh, oh, you're like a human mummy. No, uh, mummies aren't mummies human. Are human. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I just I that just found funny. that out. Okay, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, so so there's fun stuff and like you know the the whole adventure through the you know jungle part is always fun. To, and, and granted. Yeah, the the bleaches thing has been done, and we've seen it before. But it was still fun, you know. Like it, it was just it was a good time movie. And like I said, uh, well, before we started, but uh, it's basically kind of like 
a remake of Romancing the Stone, which was just a fun 80s romp movie. And this was the same thing. Like, it wasn't supposed to be great. You know, we we weren't expecting, you know, Oscar-worthy performances. We're just expecting to have fun. And goddamn, it was fun. Daniel Radcliffe is great as a villain. He was awesome. Like, he's really, he's a really good villain. He's a slimy little prick. Yeah. He was like always smiling and nice and like, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever mm-hmm. you need. And like, just drinking expensive scotch yeah. the whole time. You're staying mm-hmm. tied to that chair, but whatever you need. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I, like I said, it's not great, but it is fun as hell. And I like, I had a really good time watching it. It made me laugh. Mm-hmm. The, the characters were, were, were good. And also, I am a fan of Channing Tatum. <laughs> I like Channing great. Tatum. Like yeah. he's funny in the Twenty One Jump Street. Yeah, oh, stuff. fucking. So I just found no charm out of him in this. Yeah, so no. l- let me let me jump in here because I wanted to sort of uh, piggyback on that Channing Tatum thing. Mm-hmm. So he did channel all that like Twenty One Jump Street like percent thing yeah. that he does. The beautiful in, idiot. In a way, in a way, in, in, in parts of it, he did, and, and that's what I I liked out of him. So I, I can agree with both sentiments, but I did think it was it was it was pretty fun. I didn't think the chemistry was there at all. Of course, I mean they're what do we say like sixteen years apart in age? They look uh, like oof. yeah, wow. and um, I, I don't agree. I I still think Sam she can still get it. But, oh, of course you know. she's still oh God, hot. Yeah. Don't get me she's almost a little too skinny in this. She almost looks yeah, sickly, yeah, but you know maybe. I can. I can overlook that. And, and, and I do <laughs> want to say, compared it to *Romance of the Stone*, *Romance of the Stone* was far better. Oh God, yeah, far better movie, of course. Like, I hope we can all agree on that if we've seen it. Yeah, I want to talk some about that um, in a little bit. And the chemist, and by the way, *Romancing of the Stone*, the chemistry between Kathleen Turner and Michael Douglas was just amazing. That like yeah. the, the love hate thing they had in that whole movie throughout mm-hmm. was just was just so well played and well done that it's hard to it's hard to put it, that that movie on the yeah. same level as lost like there's no way to do that so mm-hmm. i did like daniel radcliffe i thought he was fucking kind of funny but he doesn't compare to what danny devito did in romancing the stone either like mm-hmm. it was sort of like that antagonist there that was you know was great but yeah i didn't love this but i did have some fun with it yeah that's what i'll say about it i can't add any right. more than what the two of you have said well and um, I, I guess, I, yeah, I agree with all you guys and I'm not going, I, I align more with DP. Um, I'm not okay. going to convince, uh, TW that it's a good movie cause it's not. And it, it's, you know, if he doesn't like it, then I can see why, but I think part of the reason why I liked it so much is because I had super low expectations. Yeah. I, <laughs> I, I never would have watched this movie if it, if it wasn't. Uh, an assignment for the podcast so homework uh, right and so i was surprised like holy shit and the overall plot was uh i felt like pretty cheap uh easily written um yeah 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 yeah. but there was a lot of jokes in there that surprised me that i liked um brad pitt's character uh was a nice surprise and he was just hilarious all the way through to me um like when he was choking dudes out he kept saying go to sleep yeah, like for every every guy that he had a choke on. Yeah, um, they just maybe they couldn't afford to pay him for the entire film or something. I don't know what. Happened yeah, there. I don't know. But um, and uh, I, I, yeah, like like you guys love Daniel Radcliffe. This was this fit him. You know, he's a really small dude, and he just has like that pompish, pomp English uh, accent that works really well. Like smarmy, yeah, he's a little yeah. Prick. yeah, yeah, really, yeah. 
um is yeah but you know the jokes were fun like they were they were they were kind of cheap and easy you saw them coming but um mm-hmm. like dp was saying it's just a fun movie i had i had a lot of fun watching it um marky, marky can i say really quick i will i yeah. will say that when Channing Tatum kept punching people that were already out cold, yeah, slapping them. That was Brad Pitt even asked him, he's like, "Why do you keep doing that?" At one point, he yeah. just slaps the guy. <laughs> like, that was fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the uh, the little car chase and their their tiny uh, like I don't even know what kind of car you would call. Oh, that it's thing. like a it was like sort of like a smart car sort of looking thing. Yeah. It was like this right. little tiny. Tiny ass thing, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. Uh, when they're doing, I think most of the the best parts of the movie, I think, were when it was Channing Tatum, Sandra Bullock, and uh, Brad Pitt together. Um, and then the, yeah. it was brief, but Brad I think that was the best. Pitt was, yeah, because yeah, Tim, you're absolutely right. The the chemistry is just not there. Like their <laughs> whole love hate thing felt very contrived. You know, yeah, and it like, was over and done with very quickly. Like yeah, it really built. You know? Right, right. Yeah, they, they, they were they were trying to copy *Romancing the Stone*, which did it mm-hmm. so much better. Yeah, so yeah. much more natural. Well, *Romancing the Stone* took its time with it, let it fester, yeah, it up yeah. until they were ready to rip each other's fucking throats and out. Michael yeah. Douglas was a sleaze ball in that one, yeah. and, and he was yes, trying to double yes. cross her, like yeah. he like was stealing the map and shit, and <laughs> mm-hmm. he was looking out for himself. Where uh, you know, Channing Tatum, in Cartagena. Like, yeah, it, it turns out that he's like pining after Sandra Bullock yeah. the whole time, I guess. Right, but right. So that was the di- like maybe it's weird. So that's that was the difference, Marky, right? Because I think he was he had like he was always interested in her, where Michael yeah. Douglas had was had his own agenda mm. from the very, very beginning, yeah. you know. Yeah, and mm-hmm. he was taking advantage of this, you know, this sort of like timid, helpless woman that was like, you know, just going there to try to rescue her sister. Like she was, yeah. you know. You know, anyway, so I, and it's I, hard. It, you can't compare the two movies because *Romancing the Stone* is freaking cool. I, I want to talk about that one in its entirety here in a second, but yeah. I, I also wanted to add. I didn't realize I do like Sandra Bullock. I didn't realize she was fifty-eight. Now watching this movie, I felt like she's starting to get like a little bit of Michael Jackson face, like yeah. you know, in in his twilight years when the nose starts to uh, recede into the skull and things mm-hmm. start to look kind of skeletory, but. <laughs> Try me. That's she, ridiculous. She seems too skinny. That's ignorant. That's ignorant. Blanket. But no, market. I, I, I agree. That's what I was talking about, though, with the eight pounds of makeup that she was wearing too. Right. I think they were trying to make her look younger. Yeah. And mm. it just, I look again. I wouldn't kick her out of bed for eating crackers, but my the my the whole thing is like, Channing Tatum. Do you think I didn't realize think, he was forty two? That's yeah. I mean, but do you think in reality, like that dude is banging girls that look like Sandra Bullock? Well, no, he's pulling girls like tw- he's twenty years younger. Yeah, well, he's banging back. Sandra Bullock's daughter. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> but to yeah. to uh, I I do enjoy this do an uh, army hammer shit. Uh, <laughs> made that up. I do like this version <laughs> of uh, Channing Tatum where he plays this beautiful idiot, and he's he's a big dude, and he's gorgeous, but he's just a bumbling fucking idiot and it's just it's fun i mean he's he's got some uh comedy chops Marky, see, from, it got that got old for me fast though like I, that it worked in 21 jump street for for me like by the time like brad pitt was gone i was like i'm already over this act yeah well, I mean, you, know, you know why it worked in 21 jump street because they had the point where like they were sort of split up him and jonah hill 
and they had separate scenes at, during the movie, and they were sort of like doing different things. So you weren't always seeing Tatum on the screen, like necessarily. Right. He couldn't wear out his welcome. It was just like just enough of him. You know what I well, mean? Well, again, you know what? That one comes down to the chemistry. He yeah. and Jonah Hill had amazing chemistry. Way yeah, better chemistry. Yeah, yeah. They yeah. did. Close. They did. I agree with that. That's a great yeah. point. Yeah. And and uh, I agree with T.W. He was saying as soon as Brad Pitt was gone, then it, it's, it got it did get kind of old. Um, mm-hmm. It was hilarious when he was with Brad Pitt. You know, Brad Pitt's like this master oh, assassin. Oh, great. And so he's, great. he's trying to keep great. up that, with yeah, him. Yeah, that relationship falls was off amazing. The tree. Yeah. And then he's like, <laughs> yeah. he's like, all I want to do is when we get her, I'd say, Shh, you're safe now. And like, <laughs> yeah, Brad Pitt interrupts and he intentionally him. stole that from him. Yeah. <laughs> that was awesome. Yeah. Brad, Brad Pitt is, let's face it, he is an amazing actor. He's a stud. And, and he can just elevate scenes like and that. That, and I that, think... that joke uh, when he first shows up and she says, Why are you so handsome? He just says, My father was a weatherman. <laughs> so, that's a great joke. That's a good that joke. Movie, that movie just went Again. downhill the minute he got his head blown off. Like yeah. it legitimately was just like that's where it all started going wrong. Yeah, yeah. if they if they had a, a, like a different plan for how that movie was supposed to go after Pitt got blown away, because I don't think all three of them could have shared the screen for the no. entire film like that. But they could have mm. found a way to like kind of intertwine and bring him back here and there. Like maybe he's not really dead, keep showing up. Maybe like right. That. Yeah, yeah. Have them yeah. separate and come back together. Right. At the end. Yeah. 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 Hey, can I just say too about that? I I'm curious because uh, uh, Brad Pitt. Uh, one of my favorite comedians in the world is Jim Jeffries, mm-hmm. and he had his own uh, like kind of talk show on Comedy Central a couple of years back, and uh, he had a segment where like he had a weatherman come out and give bullshit weather reports, and his weatherman, mind you, this is Comedy Central cheap-ass fucking talk show, his weatherman was Brad Pitt. That's funny. <laughs> Just because Brad Pitt really thinks Jim Jeffries is funny and he's one of his favorite comedians, so Brad Pitt agreed to do the show. And I do think that whole weatherman line was kind of like a yeah. a, a nod to his, his, his time on the Jim Jeffries show. Oh, that's hilarious. Brad Pitt yeah. is becoming a national treasure. Like he, he really, really is. is. Like, there, was a, there was such a time where people were just like making fun of him because he was too good looking. You know, mm-hmm. like, oh, he can't act. He's just a pretty face. You know? yeah. Meet Joe Black and like all that shit. <laughs> and now, now he's just like a stud actor. But like at the same time, he can. But do he always has been. Anything he can do anything. Yeah. And that's the thing. Even when he was getting getting shit for just being a pretty face, he was an amazing actor. Yeah. yeah. Seven. Seven. Mm-hmm. Well, remember when Twelve Monkeys? Twelve Monkeys. I, mean, I was just about to say Twelve Monkeys is a fucking masterclass mm-hmm. in acting. Mm-hmm. He was so good in that. But that yeah. was right in the middle of his pretty face phase. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. And uh, right. and right. Uh, he did that. And he, 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 Legends he had to of the Fall. That. Yeah, Legends of the Fall. I mean, but that that was right in the middle of his his you know mm-hmm. pretty face phase. But then yeah. you know we obviously you know things like Fight Club and different things like that changed that and he became a huge star. But but not now. Not, not now it doesn't matter where. what he does. It's just I think the great. film Fight Club because it didn't, you know, was sort of divisive. Yeah. You know, he didn't get the he got credit from like, you know, the fans. Yeah, but yeah, there, the there, critics there are the roles that I've seen him do, like in uh, uh, that movie Fury, where he plays like a uh, tank commander in World mm-hmm. War II. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he phoned that one in or if he just couldn't nail the character down, but that one felt weird. Yeah, like there was there was a lot of delivery that he did in there. It just was like, dude, is, are you hungover? Like, what's going on here? And then uh, obviously, but, like Inglorious Bastards paved the way for his, you know, role in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where he yeah. finally won a freaking Oscar. Finally. I mean, but I even I even loved him in Moneyball as 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 Billy. Yeah, 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 he was, yeah, yeah. He was great. 
In yeah, that. he was great. He's just so he's so, he, so you know good, he's yeah. just got such a presence. He's, he's and, watch he's so watchable. I just I don't know maybe maybe that was part of it. Maybe once he was gone, I felt like it kind of dumbed the movie down a little bit because you lost star power so much. Yeah, um, yeah. Even though there's like Sandra Bullock is an Oscar winner, she's an A lister. They're they're not neither one of them are Brad Pitt, and not even close to be honest. I mean, yeah. So maybe the mistake was casting Pitt in the first place. Like, yeah, because then it's sort of like tank the mood in the movie in a way that's where i started and literally started having my problem right at that point like right at the point where like it was pretty funny when when he spun the car out and suddenly she wasn't in the back seat still stuck in the chair anymore and he thought she went over the cliff yeah Yeah. like that was funny but then after that i was just like i don't know that's where for me it started going because you know what they were trying i think because obviously the chemistry wasn't there we've all agreed on that Mm -hmm. so they were trying to force the chemistry a lot so that 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 dragged it that dragged it down a bit, I think, in some ways. So definitely. Um yeah. All right. Well, we all we've all we've all thrown our thoughts out there. We all want to give a number to this thing. Yeah. We've all had your fun. Uh, <laughs> Damn, what do you got? All right. So let's see. Fifty percent is two and a half. Yeah, this is about a two and a, a little over two and a half, two and three quarter, you know. Okay. That's exactly it, what I was it's a give fun it. watch, you know. It's definitely worth checking out. It's free on Amazon, so which is kind of our, our sweet spot now. We love doing free movies. Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. If you got yeah. time, you know, it's it, just it's fun. free. Yeah, under two hours. Free. It's a it's a good watch. I give it like two and three quarter. You know, two and a half. Sure. That area. Marky, where are you at? Yeah, I'm exactly the same spot. You don't need to spend too much time on me. That's he hit everything I was going to say. Okay. GW. Um, I was gonna give it a one, but I gotta give uh Brad Pitt a little love, so I'll yeah, give, it one, I'll give it one and a half. Okay. Um, I'm closer to the other guys, but I'm more like two and a quarter. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, if this if this was a theatrical release, um, I would recommend you don't go see it. Like, you know, we'll save your money for something that's uh, yeah, sure, sure. But you're not it, spending that times, kind of money on this. No, times are different, right? Like you said, like it's it's if you got if you're bored. And you want you know an easy laugh. You don't. You can scroll your phone. You don't have to pay attention to it. Like it's it's an easy movie. I don't like people playing on my phone. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um. Uh, it, one it, real quick thing before we move mm-hmm. on to is yeah. speaking of Brad Pitt and Oscars and whatnot. Yeah. Like his next thing coming out is uh, this movie called Babylon. Yeah, and saw it's, that. yeah, written and directed by Damien Chazelle. And and it's about like old Hollywood. So you know the people in Hollywood are gonna fucking jerk oh, off all the over art, themselves like the art, about with it. the artist. Was that? Yeah, it's it's total Oscar oh. bait. Yeah, oh, they're yeah. just gonna Oscar be just jacket, just jacket on each other's faces like all yeah. over. Like, yeah, it's, yeah, but oh, it's but but it, Hollywood, we're the best. Oh, yeah. Don't get into my hair. Like, all right. <laughs> Right, but but the fact that the way we talk about Brad Pitt right now, the way we gush about him, I mean, don't you want to see it? <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, I'll definitely go see it. Yeah. Margot Robbie's in it too, so yeah, you know she can get it. Win win, huge. Yeah. <laughs> win 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 win. <laughs> All right, so we reviewed that, and then I, I think we we led up to this episode. We talked about talking about maybe they <clears throat> would rank them or anything, but we talked about some of our other. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of these other treasure hunting movies that you know we thought were interesting or good or mm-hmm. what have you and most notably obviously we've mentioned romancing the stone a bunch of times but i'll tell you guys i watched uh tom holland and mark Wahlberg in uncharted today uh-huh. oh okay good yeah I, I, uh, let's it's, hear it. it's it's he's <laughs> laughing 
We're friends and we're laughing. It's not a good movie. It is terrible. I told you. I fucking told you. you I'm not, not gonna. Re- we're not gonna review it here, but it, it's terrible. It's not it's good. It, it's got. Uh, it's got all the tropes you'd expect in one of those like treasure hunter movies, and, mm-hmm. and also I've played the video games Uncharted. Yeah, and uh, there are scenes that are, and it's done by PlayStation Studios, the film. So there are there are there are scenes cut right out of the the video right. game, basically. The video um, game was a better movie than the fucking movie, though. Yeah. <laughs> All the cut scenes in the video game are better, yeah. And yeah. and it was not well casted, I don't think at all. No, Tom I mean, Holland's three feet tall. What is, yeah. what is, <laughs> yeah. not and, and and like you know, Spider-Man. very young, very young yeah. looking, and Nathan Drake's a little more, you know, Nathan Fillion. Yeah, Nathan Fillion would have been a good pick. I don't think Victor Sullivan was cast well as Mark well as Mark Wahlberg. No, not at all. Um, I think he should have been an older guy, someone a little more grizzled. I don't know. Yeah, that, that guy that played uh, the general DP um, from the early Marvel movies. Um, mm-hmm. William with the white Hart. mustache. William yeah. Hart, yeah. Yeah, yeah he would have worked out pretty well. Yeah, mm-hmm. if he was alive, that would be oh, is he <laughs> <that> great. <laughs> William Hart's dead? Yes. When did that happen? Oh, shit. No, he's not. So next time we play, are they alive or dead? <laughs> yeah. You guys won't know. He's dead. <laughs> do, you, do you guys do you guys want to highlight or throw at any of these other? I mean, obviously, yeah. some mm-hmm. of them are pretty like obvious, but yeah. Well, I want to I want to uh, circle back to Romance in the Stone real quick because um, mm. I read some things down. Um, <laughs> that, the movie came out in 1984. This is the first time I've ever seen it. Um, oh, they. Uh, yeah. uh, I don't know if you guys rewatched it for this. I did. Um, yes. They they kill a they kill a live snake in that movie. Uh, some <laughs> dude chops the head off a live snake. That was um, for that was real. That was another that was a real fucking snake. Nope. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I rewound it several times. Like <laughs> that, it's still get the fuck uh, out of here. It is not animatronic. That's a real fucking snake. Um, they also run over a chicken <laughs> with that jeep. Um, yes, I saw that part. The I movie like, was Whoa. nominated for a bunch of shit, and then I was excited to see that. <laughs> It won four Stuntman Awards at the 1985 Stuntman Awards. Oh, that's really? cool. Yeah. So there were some great stunts in that movie. Remember when they're doing like the mudslide thing? I was just about to bring up oh, the yeah, mudslide. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's one of the like that's, that standout was, scenes from that movie. Yeah. That was someone excellent. had to get hurt doing that. And I, feel then, like, uh, I feel like Marky would have been a great stuntman. I don't know why. I just had that earlier on. I think my, I don't so, know what it is about you. I just feel like I would have. I agree. I, I've always thought about that because <laughs> I used to uh, do a lot of skateboarding and snowboarding and threw myself oh. down huge flights of stairs <laughs> and off of mountains. And you're very, you're very, yeah, you're also very wiry. Like I right. feel like you could motocross. You, I did yeah, that you do a lot. a lot of shit. You know, nothing ever broke though. It always just bounced. But now, <laughs> whenever I walk, everything cracks and creaks. So mm. I, I don't think I could do it now. But there, there was some cool like car chase scenes in this movie. They had like that. I don't know if it was a Bronco or like uh, right, yeah, Ford pickup there. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the places that Pepe, right? Yeah. The places that they're driving too are you know cool. all like off road stuff and mm-hmm. you know yeah. So I'm, I like I'm a, good stunts in that movie. I'm it's cool to see that it got the uh, recognition for it. Pass. Next, yeah. What else? Uh, I'll say the the thing that stand stood out a lot for me was like a lot of the movie holds up quite well for nowadays, for the exception of the sound effects. Mm-hmm. Sound effects have come a long fucking way 
since 1984. Like it, the the shootout scenes just sound ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, yeah, it's terrible sound. In, in every but everything else movie. holds up. Yeah, yeah, quite well. It, it reminded me of a, the classic Bond movies where somebody sprays a machine gun across the ground and you get like that laser sound effect. That's like yeah. beep, 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 beep. like things yeah. just bouncing <laughs> off. It did. I just looked it up. It did win an Academy Award for film editing. So interesting editing. Oh, great. Oh, yeah, I can yeah. see that. You know, yeah. yeah that, great. Oh, also, <laughs> real quick. That's great. <laughs> this movie is rated PG. Uh, they they rated movies a little bit differently back in the day. Right. The opening scene, you see wet nips uh, right? through through a white. Yeah, t-shirt. you can see right through that <laughs> fucking shirt. And and the guy absolutely guys, can. The guy starts cussing at her. He says something. He says, "God." damn you and then she blasts or stabs him like right in the heart like mm-hmm. damn this movie's pg what the fuck right. which again that that's another like uh thing where both uh the lost city and romancing the stone open the same exact way it's you know like a a scene from right. the the novel right. that she's writing yeah. and yeah. you know they move on from there and then the, the novelist gets thrust into this crazy you know, world that she knows nothing about, but you know, writes about, but never been there. So, right, yeah, I they're, did, they're the same movie. I actually mm-hmm. didn't mind that opening scene in Lost City too, when she was like, she was like questioning Absolutely. the snakes and why. Like, yeah, cut, cut, I actually, yeah. I actually got to like that was that was. Why are there like, snakes in this? Are they trained there? not to yeah. fight the bad guys? <laughs> like I've been there with the writer's block. Like you know, like I know mm-hmm. that when you question fucking everything, it yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, I've been there. But the no, trope like too, like there's that's that's such a classic scene, like Indiana Jones uh, yeah. speaking to treasure hunting movies. Like, why are these snakes yep. in here? What are they yeah. eating? <laughs> can I can I ask you guys like as far as Indiana Jones right goes, mm-hmm. because that that fits very comfortably in this discussion, right? Absolutely. Um, am I wrong in thinking that? That it just went downhill after the first movie. <laughs> I think it, uh, my favorite was uh, Sean Connery, um, uh, the Last Crusade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Last Cru- it it was going downhill. Last Crusade's great. Yeah, yeah. Last Crusade's my favorite. Yeah. The other two are a different. <laughs> I well, let me back up a little bit. Last Crusade, I think, it was the first Indiana Jones movie that I actually saw. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. I saw the other ones. It's a much different type of movie. It's uh, it's bigger. It's got a different tone. The first two are more of a jungle, uh, truly treasure hunting, like jungle seeker. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Uh, And then the the third one is like an action movie that just involves all kinds of much bigger sets and bigger explosions and Nazis. More stunts. And so, by the way, that's another thing. I don't know if everyone knows this. But uh, it's something because I didn't know until somewhat recently, within the past like 10 ish years or whatever. I did a rewatch of Raiders and then uh, Temple of Doom right afterwards. Uh, Temple of Doom is actually a prequel to Raiders of the Lost Ark. The events yeah, of that, that take place a year before Raiders of the Lost Ark takes place. I had no idea. Like, you know, when I, I saw them when I was a kid, I had no idea. But recently I. You know, did they ever announce that? Or did people just Not piece it together remember, on their own? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I feel like people. I feel like it was just discovered. It wasn't ever really like. Yeah, never really shown talked to about. You, but right. Yeah. But yeah, you find out. You know, if you watch them right in a row, you're like, wait a minute. The last one was 1942. This is 1941. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. But those, as far as 
treasure hunting movies go. That first Raiders of the Lost Ark. I don't Raiders, know. Now I think yeah, about I don't it. Think my, it gets that's my favorite. That. It doesn't really get any better than that. No, yeah. I, I, uh, I, I think I'm, I'm mixing up scenes of Raiders because of the Nazis with uh, the Last Crusade, and Raiders mm-hmm. is really special. It, it really is. Boys, let me ask you this question though, because there's a, there's a treasure hunt movie that I love, and ask me, I want to ask you guys how you think it holds up. Um, with obviously with Raiders, you know, because if you're saying that's number one, but where do you, how do you guys feel like the rundown stacks up? <laughs> Dude, that is. I fucking love the rundown. No, I'm a fan of it. I love the rundown. And you know what? You know we talked. We talked a lot about the lead chemistry and stuff. The Rock and Sean Williams. So good. Great great chemistry. So yeah. And that was the Rock's kind of breaking out. Like he he had done. Um, he was in uh, the Mummy, and then he was in Scorpion. Oh right. Scorpion King. But but that was his. The rundown was like his coming out party. And it was like that oh. was his superstar role. The, the first it, mummy is a treasure hunt. And it is so yeah, I, I think the rundown is amazing. And plus, what's her name is in it? That that uh that uh, uh the Brazilian chick, she's in Sin City. Rosario Dawson, is that her name? Mm-hmm. Um I don't know if she's Brazilian. Yeah, Rosario Dawson. Yeah, yeah, Rosario 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 Dawson. Dawson. She's not she's not Brazilian, Rosario Dawson. Uh, I don't know she is, but she's in the movie, so yeah. She <laughs> is nice, all right. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. You guys, Mark, have you seen the rundown? I have. I, I liked it. Okay. I felt that yeah. that was more of like a like a pop movie. I mean, it was yeah. fun. I it was a treasure hunt movie. Technically, I mean, they're searching right. for the, the gato, like that one. But thing, you know what but... I mean? Like a kind of like a I don't know <laughs> what I mean by that. Like a yeah, popcorn not, movie. Yeah, not not super serious, but a, a, right. lot, a, yeah. a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. No, I'll get down. Yeah, I, I mean, I think most of the treasure hunt movies are. True. I mean, most of them are not well, raiders, sir, you know? sir. Have you seen National Treasure with Nicolas Cage? I actually haven't. You have not? I just finished it today. National Treasure fucking rules. Is man. it really good? Really? Oh. For the first, for, I mean, this is this is the period of Nick Cage. I gotta look uh, this up on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Here we are. This is when he got his hair plugs. From the 40s. From, <laughs> yeah. yeah, from some back alley third world country. He's got ant legs sticking out the top of his head. It's bad. And yeah, a lot of the Nick Cage cliches kind of come from this movie. There's also a montage where they're doing a heist that I've seen Rick and Morty uh, directly make a spoof off of. So oh, really? You can, you can see <laughs> South Park and Rick and Morty get inspiration from this movie, and mm-hmm. and just I mean it's it's cheesy and it's silly, mm-hmm. but it was good. Is you know <laughs> Michael oh, Bean is the British bad guy again? By the way, like, the, the mm-hmm. critics the critics are in the forties, but the audience are in like the mid seventies on National Treasure. It just works. So. It's stupid, but it works. Oh, like, it's I, so dumb. I started. I, love it. Yeah. <laughs> I downloaded We're treasure it. Treasure protectors. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I watched like half of I'm it. I'm not gonna plane. watch it. I'm not gonna watch it. Oh, it was like an hour amazing. and forty minutes, and uh, the plane ride was like an hour, and so I had to turn it off. And like when I got home, I just opened it right back up again to finish it. But it's yeah, it's silly. I haven't seen that's that was the first time I've ever watched it. Um, you know, you know what I haven't seen in a while that I think is, I mean, it's it's probably considered a treasure hunting movie, but uh, it's a George Clooney and uh, I think it's Ice Cube's Three Kings. Yeah, Three yeah. Kings. That is on my da- list David well. o, David O Russell. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen that. Movie. I haven't seen that movie for like twenty years, but I remember that. Yeah. Movie. I remember that movie sticking with me for months when it was over. Like, yeah, that's excellent it, film. Oh, it's, it's, yeah. it's I remember. 
I was young when that movie came out, and I remember like uh, my my older brother and all his friends, like everyone was talking about it. Like, yeah, see it's intense. Show. Yeah, it's really really good. Great, yeah, it's flight. good stuff. I, talking I, I about, need to, uh, I need to go back and see that again. It's, there's like, there's some this stuff. conversation makes me want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I, I watched it uh, maybe five years ago or something again, and there were some scenes in it that were like were dated and felt kind of weird mm-hmm. as far as ju- just the editing, N- nothing else. Like you know, there's some ways that movies are shot. Sometimes you were talking about American History X, and you're like, oh, damn. You watch it again, and you're like, what's all these slow mos? Like kind of overplayed the slow mos a little bit. There is some, um, I don't even know. Yeah, how that was definitely it. a style of the time, too. Right. So, yeah. and in um, uh, Three Kings, there's this thing that they do. It's almost like a shutter effect where it's like, it, it's a kind of slow mo, but it, it like skips like every other frame. So it kind of mm-hmm. like shutters. I don't know. They do that a handful of times, I remember. Um, but you, you saying Three Kings, desert treasure hunting movie, just made me think of uh, Sahara with, um, Steve Zahn and uh, Matthew McConaughey. I say, yeah, McConaughey's in that playing right? uh, Dirk Diggler. Dirk, not Dirk. Uh, Dirk, Dirk Diggler. Dirk. Uh, I think his his name is Dirk. It's a. I know karate man. All right, sorry. it's a, it's the. Uh, I couldn't say Dirk without saying. You know what I'm getting ready to do. All right, sorry. <laughs> as soon as Dirk came out of my mouth, Diggler followed. I couldn't help it. Yeah. Um. Uh, that's the Dirk from uh, the Clive Cussler uh, novels, right? Um. You know He's what I a- feel like doing right now? <laughs> Jesus, fuck you guys. That's uh, that, that's like one of the most through and through treasure hunting movies. I mean, they they are treasure hunters, and they like go to the fucking desert to find like a Confederate, uh, American Confederate warship that's like got Confederate gold or some stuff. So I thought it was pretty fun. TW, you should have been here for the uh, licorice pizza episode. You could talk about Boogie Nights. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, we talked more about PTA stuff. Uh, uh, yeah. A- AJ. <laughs> uh, what what else do you have in your list of favorite treasure hunt movies? The Goonies? Yes. Classic. Thank you. Classic. Thank you. Because that's what I wanted to bring up too. That is one of those movies that was just so just so ultimate 80s. You know, mm-hmm. like it, mm-hmm. it it hit right at that time where we were kind of the same age as those kids and right yeah right. It, it was fucking perfect which by the way the kid who played uh what's his name data that is the dude that is in everything everywhere all at once oh yes 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 yes, yes. that's right <laughs> yes so that movie i it, it's I mean, so, it had that. It was like that sense of wonder because, like, we were that age. Mm-hmm. So you have that, like, oh, that would be fucking so cool to go on that kind of adventure, right? And like, as a kid, you're always going to be like, you know, just stupid and brave enough to like try to take, you know, go to mm-hmm. the next next yeah. thing and the next thing, right? You you don't know the line between yeah. stupid and brave, yeah, right? Exactly. So you're going to go to the next one. You're going to keep going. Because mm-hmm. you really want to find that treasure, yeah, and you really want to, you know, yeah, yeah. One eye Willie's treasure. One eye Willie, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> that was a that that movie is so much fun, and I haven't watched it in ages. But mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I love Goonies. Ah, oh, it's so good. Goonies, um, got, Goonies never stay die. 
I, I dated a girl for a little bit who um, that was her favorite movie of all time. And I totally get it. I'm like, you know, I can see how that could be someone's favorite movie. It, it's one of those ones. Yeah. Yeah. So fun. Like uh, the villains are great, you know, yep, fucking sloth, yep. <laughs> sloth, low yep. chunk. Mm, a yeah. great fucking classic 80s character yeah definitely definitely a lot of fun i love the goonies i can't get enough of of, of, of that kind of film especially mm. in the time that it came out like it just it just worked on so many levels i got a question for you guys mm. um theoretically just a conversation sake here um if somebody had never seen that movie uh mm-hmm. would you uh recommend that they watch it now i mean it's kind of dated so like you know seen it, yeah. just oh, it imagine up. that it somebody hasn't seen up. it yeah i, I think okay. it, it's it's not a movie that depends on like any sort of like you know um current gen special effects or anything like that mm-hmm. it's all practical like it's it's just about the it's about the story so yeah it works on that level yeah, I'm just about, asking it's for a friend. It's about the cast yeah, and yeah. You're the not camaraderie of friends. Yeah, I totally recommend watching it. Yeah, it's so good. If you enjoyed romancing the stone at all, you'll enjoy this. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. By the way, Marky, did you enjoy? Yeah. Did you enjoy romancing the stone, Marky? I did. Yeah. yeah it was fun. It was good. fun watching uh, uh, a movie from that time. That um, I don't know. It's just. I mean, I've seen you know plenty of old movies but something about that one just seemed like almost older i guess the killing of animals and like the stunts uh you know uh mm-hmm. i don't know if i said you know another time that ran over a chicken the chicken seemed yeah. to live <laughs> um you planted that story about the chicken what movie <laughs> oh you guys got to think about that uh, for hours sorry mark you got son it. of a bitch and the, <laughs> seeing like a young danny devito um and i liked mm-hmm. how Michael Douglas was kind of like this almost uh, maybe not action, but in a way he's kind of an action guy, but he wasn't like, Mm -hmm. uh, he wasn't super big, especially for the time, you know, the mid eighties, that would have been uh, Sylvester Stallone, Arnold Schwarzenegger. And Michael Douglas is kind of a string being in that movie, but he still plays a badass. Michael Douglas was doing wall street around that time, you know, like, yeah, yeah, okay. But no, I did. I did like romancing the stone. I watched it after, uh, the last city of d and which is another funny junk joke in that movie by the way like all the dick euphemisms that kept coming right up. yeah um and it was interesting to see the amount of because it wasn't a direct remake it was almost like a, just an inspiration um right romance in a stone for the lost city and mm. it was it was interesting to see like kind of where they changed the story and what direction they took it and how the original was and the original was a much more solid movie and a much more well thought out plot, I thought. And there was a sequel, a Jewel of the Nile. Right. Yes. I watched oh, the trailer Jesus. for it. That's yeah. right. I watched the trailer for it, and uh, in the trailer, Dane DeVito breaks the fourth wall. It's like it seemed to be something of the times where he's like he runs to a phone booth and he pretends to call his brother, and he's like, "You you gotta come help me. You gotta you gotta come get me." And there's all this action going on in the background. And then he come, he hangs up and he looks at the camera. And he says, "And when are you coming?" To like the audience, it was very odd. Yeah, but it, it seemed to be something like of the times. Yeah, I, I don't recall Jewel and Nile as much, but I remember seeing it. I just yeah. you know, um, I, I don't remember disliking it or anything. I just uh, I can't recall the movie much. But anyway, 
Yeah, yeah, they mined a sequel out of that thing. So, yeah, it's, um, uh, I saw it in the good um, flick. Uh, what's his name? Michael Douglas was attached as a producer in the first one. Okay. So, yeah, I guess they made some money, and he said, "Let's do it again." Any, anybody want to throw anything else out there for yeah. treasure hunting stuff? Mm. Oh, I got one. Uh, good, bad, and the ugly. Um, that's, oh right, uh, that is that treasure is, hunting. They are trying to find treasure in a grave. And at the end of the movie, they get to it. So technically, it is a treasure hunting movie. <laughs> yeah, Mark, yeah, I, I get kind of one of those too because it's not, and I brought this movie up on a couple different, this wouldn't be a podcast if I didn't bring this movie up because I think it's like one of the most underrated movies ever and I love it. And it's one of my favorite books too. But uh, The Count of Monte Cristo. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. When he, gets, yeah, when he gets out of jail, you know, like he... Absolutely. He didn't get paroled or anything. He, You know, he... He escapes. he escapes and kills people along the way, and then um, that that hunt for the treasure. It's a small part of the book the and sheath. the movie, but he he finds a lot of fucking. I, money. I love when he buys <laughs> he yeah, buys that yeah, dude's yeah. house. Yeah, he just opens the back. Yeah, <laughs> and the guy he goes to that guy, away. says yeah. he wants to buy it. And the guy laughs at him. I'm gonna feed you to him. the dogs. Yeah, and <laughs> the guy's smiling, waving bye. But like that might be of all the, like the treasure hunt movies, like that one might be the person that found the most money of any treasure. Yeah. Like, cause he even says, he's like, you're at one point in the movie, he's like, you're the richest person I've ever seen with what's in this boat. And there's four more boatloads down there. That's so crazy. like, yeah. he, that might be the biggest treasure in any of these movies. So there, it's a there was... part of the movie, but it, it, it definitely set the, the set the, the, the pace for what happened. For the Lu- Luis Guzman. Yeah. Yeah. That's you're right. There's some great lines like that. And those those two particular instances when Luis Guzman says that, because you never really you see like snippets of it, and yeah, then you yeah. get a taste of it when he buys that guy's like massive estate, yeah, and the guy laughs at him, yeah, yeah, yeah. and but then he's smiling, waving yeah. bye, and he still has enough money to like you know buy the rest of the country. Oh you know? yeah, he was just he was loaded. He was like ten times more rich than anybody. Like, yeah, combined. he was. So, but I, I love that movie. If you guys have never seen that movie, I know AJ's seen it because he hates I've seen he hates, it. He hates the that Spanish guy in it. But um, oh, Luis Guzman, yeah, I told you, I told you about that. Yeah, but you I don't like Luis Guzman. He, he is kind of cheesy. I've told you my problem with that, but I love Guy Pierce. Um, I love Jim Caviezel. That sword fight at the end. Yeah, it's oh. great. It's great. No, that's my only oh. problem. Is my only problem is Guzman. God, I, Why? What's your, I haven't heard your problem with Guzman. What's going on? It's just the way, it's just, <laughs> it's just the way he addresses um, what's his name, Jim Caviezel. The, yeah. His, yeah, like the way he addresses him. He's a he knife fighter. Him. He owes him his life. He's not. He doesn't. I understand that. To be a Look, gentleman. no. I, can I say? Can I say in, in the middle of this because you loved Guzman in it, Mark and AJ. You hated him, but I will say he's a he's a little annoying in some parts where he's just like. He keeps calling him Zatara, you know. Uh, yes, yes, like, yes, yes. That's the part driftwood. I driftwood. Like it gets a little annoying, but I do, I do love just how indebted he is to him. Right, and he's ready to kill for him and die for him the entire movie. Look, yeah. I, I tried, I tried his life, so I did I, like that part about it. I, you know? I tried to read this book; it's just too long. Like, I, my, so, no, the 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 book is oh my god, it, it's hard to keep pace with the book like because it, it goes it, it's like it, a million different directions right it's trying to handle too many things but it's like what i love point. about that 
that telling of the movie, the way they made that movie, they dumbed it down to just the most important, Isn't the entertaining parts. Based on like letters, is that is that what I'm thinking of, or is that no, that's Bram Stoker's? Like, is, right. is kind of that's, yeah, no, no, okay. the, the, that's uh, it's Dumas. He it, like the 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 original Alexander. Novel, like, I struggle. I struggle. I struggle. <laughs> no, I struggle with the novel, but I yeah. did enjoy the movie aside from Goosebumps. I love that movie so fucking much. Oh Sorry, Marky. I, I watch it. I might when we're done with the podcast, I might put that movie on. It's so bad. It is. That is a powerful movie. Love it. That's, I yeah, and, it and you know time. what? I I like movies. You know, uh, uh, period piece sort of like you know movies that like st- that. That shit like streaming it. anywhere. <laughs> DP, and you got, it, any, you got, got any more treasure movies? Buckling way to it, you know, in a way. You know? <laughs> I do. I, I got one again. That's. Uh, a, a little different than your kind of national treasure treasure hunt, but is mm. technically a treasure hunting movie and is just an absolutely magnificent fucking film. And that is, uh, Oh brother, where art thou? Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. That yeah. technically the, yeah, it's, uh, they're looking for a treasure. You know, that's why they, they escape Do from not prison see and the treasure. They're yeah. not good at it. They're not good at nope. looking for it. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Hey, it's a soggy bottom, boys. <laughs> I haven't seen that, that one in ages. Oh, it is yeah. so fucking good. Coen you know, Brothers yeah. don't Coen really Brothers ever go too. wrong. Well, oh, speaking also- of Coen Brothers, uh, uh, I was going to say uh, No Country for Old Men, but he kind of gets the treasure in the beginning. It's not really a treasure mm-hmm. hunting movie because yeah, he stumbles across really. that. Yeah, but, never but mind. I agree. Strike I, that I, from I the saw- record. I saw Old Brother on some list today that I was looking at to like just kind of, and I was mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, that really is up there. I'm looking for a treasure. Yeah, right. Um, yeah, that, that's a good. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a. I I do like unique visions in films, and that's one of those films that has a unique vision, and mm-hmm. um, and George Clooney's fucking awesome. So. Yeah. So yeah, big fan. I love the Coen Brothers. They always try something different. Mm-hmm. I guess yeah. you could also throw in. Uh, I mean, it's been so long since I've seen them, but aren't like all the Pirates of the Caribbean movies have to do with finding some treasure? Yeah, pirate movies. Yep, they're yeah, always looking for all, treasure. All pirate, mm-hmm. pirates pirate movies. Always, pirate movies are all, pirate. Pirates are always trying to find treasure. Yeah. Right. Actually, I did do a Google search for uh, you know treasure hunting movies and. County Monte Cristo came up, and that's I'm glad uh, TW mentioned it because when I saw that, I was like, "Oh fuck yeah, I love that movie." Yeah. Um, so but um, the Muppets movie, um, Muppet Treasure Island, Muppet Treasure Island, yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, that's a fun movie. I, I got mm-hmm. one more um, before we go, unless anyone else anyone else, But Blood Diamond is a great one. Oh yeah, yeah. that's a good where one. They are, they're technically they're, they're searching for the Blood Diamond, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's a great movie with DiCaprio and I love that movie, man. I, I I used to watch the shit out of that movie. Yeah, that was a really good one. That was so. that was my introduction to uh uh Digimon Jamon. Yeah. Um and his I'm acting awesome. in that man. Right. Yeah. We talked about this movie on another episode, but like when he uh, did, swat, yeah. when he swats the bad guy, kills him with a shovel, and he like Jamon's eyes are just like wide as saucers and he's screaming. Oof, gives me chills every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some great films that came out that year with with, with Blood Diamond. Anyway, I'm digressing. Anything else, guys? Any other um, treasure hunting movies? Oh well, well, I got a couple. There's one that is sort of treasure hunting, but it's also more of like a murder <laughs> mystery. But I guess it's a treasure hunt, and it's again 
it, it's in that kind of national treasure range of like not a great movie but still super fun to watch and uh that's tom hanks and the da vinci code oh yeah yeah you know it's one of those ones that following the clues to figure shit out and it's kind of fun but the the <laughs> this one again i'm a little embarrassed to admit this because i've watched them and they're really really bad movies so bad in fact like they went straight to basic cable <laughs> there's a series of movies called the librarian and it stars Noah wiley <laughs> it's like the librarian the oh, quest for that. the spear yeah, 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 and yeah, yeah. oh yeah they're yeah. super super cheesy i love Noah wiley though yeah straight to cable <laughs> tv movies but i've watched all of them <laughs> they're really bad wow, but i i I've enjoyed them, and apparently I'm not alone because, like I said, they've made three of them, and then there was a spin-off TV series called The Librarians, where yeah, 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 yeah. you know Noah Wiley was in it, and uh, Christian Kane from uh, like Leverage and Angel and stuff was in it. So mm-hmm. uh, again, they're not good at all. I, I don't recommend them to people, but I did watch them all, and I enjoyed every one of them. <laughs> so. But the yeah, they're bad, but they're great, you know. <laughs> that's uh, that's something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, on that note, <laughs> let's, let's let's wrap up our treasure hunting conversation. So, um, that was cool, guys. That was a that was a good yeah. chat. Um, yeah. Uh, let's move on to recommendations. Does anyone have any recommendations before we wrap up the the show for the evening? I mean, I was spending my week watching. Treasure hunting movies. National Treasure with Nick Cage. If anybody hasn't seen it, uh, yes. I wouldn't necessarily recommend it, but no, it I, is totally, a Nick Cage I strongly movie. do. <laughs> and I, t- I tell you what, so there's National Treasure, and then uh, it came out with the National Treasure 2, which again, just as ridiculous as the first one. Not as good, but still, you know, same basic bullshit premise. But with at the end of National Treasure 2, they completely set it up for a third movie, and then it just never happened. Mm. But uh, apparently, recently, there's been talk where they're going to start either... It's either going to be a series on Disney+, Plus or like a, a, a movie, but they're making a, a National Treasure 3, apparently, pretty soon. So. With Nicholas? Uh, that's that's the thing. That's why it hasn't been <laughs> quite greenlit yet because they're mm. not sure if Nicolas Cage isn't going to be involved. So interesting. You know, we'll I like yeah. I, I, the the um, you know, not to beat it to death, but uh, National Treasure. It is like that classic treasure hunting movie where they they find a clue, they find a piece, and they're like, "Oh, what does it mean?" And they kind of like just hold on to it for a while, and then later they find this thing that just happens to be the same shape of this thingy that they mm-hmm. found earlier, and they put it in there and they spin it and like the wall recesses and dust comes crumbling down from the ceiling. Mm -hmm. Um, It's yeah. It's like each clue leads to another clue, to another clue, to another clue. And somebody always like, wait a minute. And then in the end, they all wrap together. And yeah. 1754, Benjamin Franklin, blah, blah, blah. And then like they've got some (laughs) tidbit of information that helps them along the way. It is, you know, stupid fun and just yeah. kind of uh really dripping with like the stereotypes and like a treasure hunting movie but it was fun 
I will tell you this, though, TW, uh, mm. National tre- Treasure, uh, very much uh, steeped in, uh, like, American history. Okay. Like, Revolutionary War era stuff. So, yeah, I because uh, the, the whole premise, is, spoiler alert, but the Declaration of Independence, on the back of it is a treasure app. Oh, that they, okay. you know, could need to find yeah. the treasure. And, you know, the founding fathers were smart enough to put it on the back of the Declaration of Independence because they knew that would be around for hundreds of years. Hey, real quick, AJ, I know you're looking for recommendations, but mm. I, I, can, I can actually recommend this too. And it's technically a treasure hunt. It's not a movie. Have you guys watched any of Outer Banks on uh, on Netflix? I know it's on my watch list. Okay, so listen. Let let me just let you guys know. It is. It. It's not. It's not like good. It's not good. (laughs) But like, it's super entertaining and addictive. And my friend's dad's in that. That whole that whole show is about a treasure hunt. These kids are looking for a treasure, and it is actually. I know there's a new season coming out pretty soon. If you're looking to watch something, it is very again. Again, it's not going to blow your mind, and it's cheesy and weird, but I don't know. I found it wildly entertaining. Like, I couldn't stop watching it. And that seems to be okay. the consensus with people who, who have seen it as well. So You do like some weird shit, TW. That is true. <laughs> that is, that I do. It said uh, one of, um, one of uh, Sam's good friend's dad's in that movie. He lives uh, – uh, over there at the beach and he's like an amateur actor and they you know okay. they do film that they do film that show out there but i haven't seen it and i know the guy but um i don't know i thought, I re- I thought it was a kid's show it's they're they're like they're like teenagers slash like just out of high school they're okay. like you know I, didn't you tell me you like twilight at one time <laughs> i liked i liked some of the original some of the moments <laughs> of the original twilight yeah yeah that's true okay that's true we were that was okay. That was a very vulnerable evening. We were talking about <laughs> we were talking about our guilty pleasures that night. DP said he liked Dirty Dancing that night. For Christ's sake, mm-hmm. right? this guy gave me a match. For Christ's sake, all right, all right girl, okay, guys. Before we wrap for the night, can I? Can I? Unless you guys have any other recommendations, I want to chat with you guys I, about something. Okay. I, 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 I do want to write one, do one my quick. recommendation okay. too. Do, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, whoever wants to go, do it. Go ahead, Dan. All right, I'll get mine first. So again, uh, I feel like I'm kind of just copying AJ here by going with a a YouTube channel. But there's this one YouTube channel that I watch constantly because they have great, and especially movie-wise, like they have great Mm -hmm. movie content, lots of those, you know, lists. Like, oh, top 10 actors who sucked in one movie and were great in another and, you know, weird shit like that. But it's uh, called What Culture? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. They, they, yeah, they yeah, do great yeah. lists. Yeah. They got like There's what a culture movies. One, yeah, what culture yeah. wrestling. Yeah. They got what, what culture comics. But like yeah, their, their basic one great. is mostly movie related. And yeah, okay. they got great, great stuff. I, I watch them constantly. So yeah, that's my recommendation. Subscribe to the, the What Culture YouTube channel. DP, What Culture Pro Wrestling, that channel got so popular that they actually had hope they they actually started an independent wrestling promotion in england holy shit called really? what culture pro wrestling and they they booked That's some awesome. shows yeah wow huh. so yeah it's it's good mm-hmm. so, uh, so so gw i'll let you get yours real quick my recommendation is very general 
Mm-hmm. I think people should start going to the theater. There is some great stuff out there. Mm-hmm. Really, really. I I really like if if I had any reason to go to the theater, it's to go see Barbarian or to go see. You know what I mean? There's some great stuff out there. There's that mm-hmm. new Fletch movie with John Hamm, Confess yeah. Fletch. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even hear about that one. I yeah, don't know the, either of these. Oh, What's going on? The Check Woman King out. with Viola Davis. I saw that. I heard of that? Yeah. 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 Uh, there's just a lot of good stuff that's not like your typical like, you know, like popcorn blockbuster in the theater movie. Uh, Barbarian mm-hmm. is should be on your radar. It's a horror film. Yeah, um, I'm looking it up now. Yeah, so it should be on your radar, Marky, for sure. But just get back to the theater, guys. Like this, there's some great shit out there right now. Like mm-hmm. seriously, I, I saw. Um, that's um, my general recommendation. Yeah, this, this isn't a recommendation, but I saw was Christian Bale is coming up soon with. Uh, yep, a, yep, a he's got something coming up. Margot Robbie is in everything right now, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, <laughs> and, and obviously, and obviously, it's coming up on like Oscar season. We're going to see a lot sure. of like yeah. that sort of stuff coming out. So you know, if if you want to get out there and you know go to the theater, that now's a good time to do so. I wonder. I wonder mm-hmm. if I wonder if Grieg or Grieg or Grog? if he's Gr- Grig. Greek? Right, right. I wonder if no. he's got anything. Is it right. Greek, GP, or is it Grog? No, no. But to your point, Grog? that's Grog. No, he but might every have week, every but week. TW, to your point, it's 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 a good every time. time to start, you do. It's a good time to start looking for you know those filmmakers and those cinematographers yeah. and those writers that are coming out of the woodwork now. So. Yeah. Yeah, big time. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's Greg or Grog or whatever it is. But uh, what do you got, TW? All right. So this this is something. All right. This is what's been going on with me lately, and, and it, it 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 relates to movies. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. I started doing this thing again. I started reading. What's Can you guys that? believe that? Great, great. I started, ne- I started, never heard of it. I started reading <laughs> books again. That's awesome. Books. And I've, I'm getting like really into like I started like in some hard boiled detective novels. I was reading like some Dashiell Hammett and uh, like Raymond Chandler and stuff like that. And I watched some of the movies that corresponded. But then I ran into this this other one, this book series that started in the '60s, and, and I, I didn't even know. But Mom told me after the fact that Dad was apparently a huge fan, and that when we were growing up. Remember, like in the living room, like all the books that were yes, out there. Yes, of course, like, of course. So he, she told me that Dad had a book series by this author called John D. McDonald, and it was a oh, book man. series. Uh, that um, by the the name of the the protagonist was Travis McGee, and Dad loved these books. He read through them. There's like there's like twenty two of them or something like that. And so it, that I, I didn't even know that, but I had put that on my list of books to read, and I started reading. I've read. One, two, I'm on my fourth right now. Um, so, and I remember, I'm like reading through these books and I'm like, these would be like, this would be like a great movie adaptation because basically the premise is um, Travis McGee is this this guy, he's like a beach bum. He lives in like a houseboat in like a marina in, down in you know, like in Miami or Fort Lauderdale. Um, yeah, and, he, yeah. and, he, and he's a salvage consultant. That's what he does. It's kind of like a private investigator type, but what he does is, People come to him who got shit stolen from them, and he he steals it back. But like he does it, you know, uh, he, you know, it, people can't go to the police, and because of that, like he keeps like half of whatever it is if he steals it back. And he's like mm-hmm. a womanizer and a big drinker and like the very typical That's- detective thing, right? And so I looked up. I'm like, how has this never been made into a, like any type of movie? So 
I looked up his first book, was which was called The Deep Blue Goodbye. And I found this. I'm going to read this to you guys, right? L listen to all the names that have been attached to this potential movie that was never made, okay? A film version of The Deep Blue Goodbye, directed by Oliver Stone with Leonardo DiCaprio as Travis McGee, was in development for a tentative release date of 2011 or 2012. In April 2010, it was announced that the film was changed to Travis McGee. In April 2011, it was announced that Paul Greengrass was interested in directing the film. Hmm. As of February 2014, this is not materialized in the film listed as in development. On March 4th of 14, James Mangold was attached to direct the film, which DiCaprio will produce with Jennifer Davison Killer. I don't know who that is. And Amy Robinson. Okay, but here, then here we go. On July 15th, Christian Bale was attached to play the title role for the film, The Deep Blue Goodbye, uh, by, uh, with a screenplay by Dennis Lehane. And on February 25th of 2015, it was reported that Rosamund Pike had landed the female lead. On August 24th, the production was shelved due to... Bale's knee injury. That was seven years ago. And they haven't, it's still shelved technically. So um, if you guys ever want to do any type of reading, if you're ever bored, Mark, you're flying a lot, you want to yeah. read a book, uh, John D. McDonald, it's a Travis McGee series. The first one's called The Deep Blue Goodbye. I, I highly recommend it. They're easy reads, but they're super entertaining. You get into the stories. The characters are cool. He's a fucking badass. What's the, what's the, uh, what's the average page count for these books there um uh, i literally had one right over here it, it depends like you know which version you get uh but if you get like one of those like small like, yeah like mass market paperbacks 300 pages maybe okay nothing crazy nothing crazy and you you whip through them i actually signed up for audible so i've been like listening to them in the car yeah. and reading them when i got How, home. how's the narrator uh, the narrator, he's great. Robert Petkoff is his name. He's outstanding. Okay. Um, so I've been doing that. So I've been listening to them and then read. And so, but I got a whole list of shit I'm going to read. And uh, Marky, Clive Cussler, you brought him up earlier. He's yeah. on my list of people to read. I love Audible. Yeah, AJ, it's great. Um, so that he does more like marine type shit, Clive Cussler. Clive Cussler, no, he does, uh, he has. Um, what's, the, what's the, yeah, it was Dirk, 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 Delaware. No, Alex Delaware. That's yeah, what does Clive Cussler do? Like, Clive Cussler, he also did. Um, I, I always get Clive Cussler and Michael Crichton mixed up, but um, Clive Cussler did uh, do. I'm pretty actually now I think about it, Michael Crichton may have done Sahara. Yeah, but uh, Clive Cussler does more like marine naval ship type of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, man, yeah. there is a massive literally. I, have I found like a thousand books to read that are like. D it, like CIA guys or private investigators or ex cops yeah. or current cops. Mm -hmm. The crop of these books, there's so many series and they're so entertaining to read. They're so fun. Yes. Didn't, didn't Crichton do uh, Jurassic Park? Yeah. Yeah. Crichton's Crit done everything. Sphere. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sphere. Yeah. Uh, was the fucking time traveling movie with. Um, um, What's uh, the one with the uh, hmm. contagion? Not a contagion. What's it called? The it's like a outbreak. Disease. Outbreak, yes. Uh -huh. Oh, Crichton yeah. did a bunch. He was uh like working his way up as the Hollywood novelist, kind of like Stephen King. Yes, right. Crichton Crichton died like when he was like in his early forties or mid forties or something. Marky Dirk Dirk Pitt. Dirk Pitt. Dirk Pitt that, that's that was it. the guy's name. I yeah. think that's Cussler. I think that's one of his characters. Okay. okay. But dude, there is there is a massive market of these books, and they're all. If you look up, if you ever go on the the website Goodreads, yep. that's like that's the place to go to look for like 
all of these books, almost all the Travis McGee stuff is anywhere from like a 3.8 to like a 4.2. Like they're all in this great. I've been huge into reading lately. Like I've last like nine, 12 months. I literally just started a few weeks ago. I've read like seven books. Like I can't stop. Like I just found, uh, I've never heard of this author, but I am interested. I've got some uh, other books to get through first because some recommendations and shit that. Mm Um, but uh, there was a movie called Travis McGee that was starring Sam Elliott in 1983, and it's yes. based off the book, yep. um, The Empty Copper Seat. Yep, and they did one called uh, Darker Than Amber, there was some type adaptation for that as well. They've tried it a few times, dude. This could, I'm telling you, these books, this could be the, the one of the m- most massive movie series ever, and no one can seem to figure it out. So maybe I'll write one. Yeah, that's interesting. Maybe John we can D. Cast it. We can cast it. <laughs> Maybe John we can do D. a McDonald. casting for it. Yeah. Read the Deep Blue Goodbye. It's the Deep Blue Goodbye is his first. So that's one. that's so his good. first. That's, that's his, the that's first his, one of the that's series. His, that's his first novel. It's okay. so fucking good. I loved it. So, and they start in the these novels start back in the '60s, but they don't feel right. like they're in the '60s. It's weird. So this guy didn't start writing that deep. Uh, the Deep Blue Goodbye. He was born in 1916. So that movie came out when he was like, or that book came out rather when he was like 50 something. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah. then he died in '86. Uh, but he's got books that came out in '79, '64, '64. I mean, like, I mean, the Travis McGee books, like three of them all came out in '64. Like this guy just went on. This guy yes. just went off. With right. Travis I feel McGee. like once once he had the idea, just went you know, off. all the stories yeah. just started flowing. To oh, him. I think they're so good, man. I I'm I'm so hooked on them. I can't stop. I'm gonna Sounds like he probably just thing. he just met uh, some dude that he renamed Travis yeah. McGee because all he the books are written. He was drinking one night. And he just yeah. met this dude down at some bar. He, he started telling because it reminded me a lot of uh, Ernest Ernest Hemingway, and you know Ernest Hemingway uh, had his house out in the Keys, Florida <laughs> Keys, and uh, it was uh, Isle in the Stream or Island in the Stream or something like that is yeah. based off. Well, it's not based off of him. The character. In that book, uh, fights the Nazis out in the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. But you know, he was Hemingway was drinking his ass stupid in the oh, Caribbean God, during that yeah. time. Yeah. So right. there's but, different books he kind of just did himself. So maybe, uh, maybe John <laughs> D. McDonald was Travis McGee, just going around solving mysteries and out in yeah. Florida or something. And he's and he's just he's just a ladies' man, and he's just banging broads, and he's just like living on this house. He's living the life that all of us would just die to live. Mm-hmm. So it's a great escape if you know want to read. And like I said, yeah, like I like I was reading him, and like mom was like, "Are you reading John McDonald?" Dad used to read those constantly. Huh? She said, "Dad read through that series like multiple times." So um, it, it's so good. I, I think it it could be like a massive movie franchise. I wish somebody. I mean, the, like they just said, the, the uh, originally for that it was Oliver Stone and DiCaprio. Like That's crazy, yeah. Like that could be that could be great. I, I hope at some point they figure it out. Uh, but in the meantime, if you guys are looking for something to read, fuck yeah, man. John McDonald, Travis McGee series, read them. That's, um, that's a badass recommendation. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I've been reading a ton lately. So um, Do it. they're easy, AJ. They're really easy. Yeah. I'm still finishing up the Dune series. There's a bunch of books in that bitch. Yeah, there are. And they're long. And they're, shit. And they're, they're long. Yeah. So that's what that's the problem I've run into is that the books I'm reading lately are like 
1100 pages or whatever so mm-hmm. if i can just get into Ooh. something a few hundred pages and just buzz through it in like a couple days or a few aj days b- or between listening while i'm driving to work on audible and reading when i'm home i knock these books out in like four days yeah it's yeah nothing. so that would make me feel much more accomplished in my reading i love it yeah i love it yeah you know sometimes I mean? you pick up that big book feel like, like a yeah. failure yeah god damn it it feels like a chore yeah, it does sometimes, but the story keeps me engaged. But still, it's nice to like, you know, bring in like a shorter book and then finish it and feel I'm, good about. I'm that. sorry. I'm sorry. Is this the book council podcast? Sorry. Hey, 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 they made movies out of it. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. All right, Jimmy, Jimmy we, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. What did I tell you? What, what did, did I tell, I tell you? you? Don't buy nothing. All right, guys. Well, this has been a great chat. Welcome back, TW. Thanks, AJ. Um, so I think we should wrap it up unless anybody has anything they want to get off their chest. <laughs> AJ, wrap it up. Remember that? AJ, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> wrap it up. Okay. So for, for I get, he's still the CEO, Tim Man. Sherry. <laughs> for the Movie Council's so daddy, Dan Sherry. And for the smooth talking southern gentleman, Marky Bonarat, I'm your host, AJ Sherry, and good night from the movie council. Night night. Peace out. You really fucked me on that one. The movie council is adjourned.